0: It's Lisa Kordoff. Welcome to the podcast where you can expect inspiring, raw, energising and transformative conversations with people on the path of personal evolution. I'm here to really live my life. And if you are too, these conversations are just for you. I'm really glad you're here. Enjoy. so funny. I've been trying to think of a way to have a conversation about my marriage and um, its evolution. And um, and then I was in the car on the weekend, just, you know, listening to very, very random playlist on Spotify. And Pat Benatar came on with that song, We Belong. You totally know it because it's very famous and I really can't sing. So I'm not going to do it for you, but when you finish this episode, uh, you can go and listen to that song and, and there's lots in that song that kind of describes what was, what went down, um, with Nick. And, and here's the reason why um I found it hard to share this story um is because uh, he passed away in September and um and it kind of feels weird to be having this conversation without him here. Uh he was a huge part of my business and obviously my life, the father of my three children, we were together for 16 years and um like that's most of my adult life and um we loved each other really really hard and um and i never would have expected that that our that our marriage um would not exist anymore in the form of husband and wife living under the same roof um raising their children together growing themselves and um and loving themselves as a as a married couple But, um, but it, it did change. And there's been a lot that's going, that's been going on behind the scenes. And, and I get, I get funny about sharing the story because it feels really wrong to speak about someone. Almost it feels like kind of behind their back. Um, you know, he had his side of the story. And, um, and I wish that he was here to share it. Um, But I just thought there's some lyrics in this song that might help me punctuate this story. And, you know, I'm not sharing it um, for myself, really. Um, I'm sharing it for the people who have been through a similar situation and it can feel really, really lonely devastatingly sad. Um, the amount of grief that I experienced, um, when we separated was like nothing I've ever experienced before. I couldn't really eat. Um, I couldn't, I had no energy. I couldn't really work. I really, I really allowed myself space to grieve. Because what happens is, you know, we we get into relationships, you know, even if you're married or not, and you imagine your life with someone, you know, you're building it together. Right until the end, we were still working towards this life. And um, when you realize that that life isn't going to be what happens. I mean, it's a whole restructure of who you are, who that person is, what the life you're going to be living is, what the life that your children are going to grow up inside is. I mean, that's huge. It's like I had no concept of of the amount of grief that I was going to feel and um even although without a shadow of a doubt it was absolutely the right thing to do didn't make it like some crazy party but it also it also wasn't you know i'll i'll definitely do an episode on the story around separation because this is something that i feel we've all got so much more choice in in how we navigate Tricky, fantastic, sad, all the different things, um, parts of our life through the language that we choose to use and the interpretation that we make of that event. And it takes courage and it takes um, getting really conscious to, you know, all of the stories, all of the beliefs a lot of other people have about our situations, all that sort of thing. That's for another episode. But I just thought, um, with this one, I would just share a little bit about, because I know, I know like for anyone who's been following me over the years, you knew Nick too. Um, and, and, and I'm, and I, you know, there's parts that feel ready to be shared and there's parts that don't, and um, I think I'm just going to know when those times are and also um, very much respecting the people, the other people, there's so, so many people who, who loved Nick and um, and there's so much that hasn't been shared because when you're with someone who is really struggling, you protect them. and And I was protecting him for a really long time. I almost don't know how not to do that. And so I'm sharing this episode. Oh, it's hard. It's not easy. Um, because I know other women out there in partnerships where you struggle to know what to do to help the person that you're with and the desperately lonely feeling that it is when you run out of options and when you know that um, the way that you're loving or, or, or the relationship has become, you know, not workable Uh, and when you're, when you're in that space, if you are, when you're, when you see the best in someone else and you, you just want the best for them and their happiness and their peace. And you, you've probably spent a lot of time trying to help them with that and you're not getting very far it's a tough place to be because we don't you know i was i was in my marriage i was i because i loved that human um you know when we fell in love um, he was he was um a musician so i would watch him on stage he wrote and um recorded songs our whole life. He'd been gotten into bands in high school and, um, he's got so many songs, you guys, you would not believe. Um, so much of my life was <laughs> listening to chords being played and as a non-musical person, I was like, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, that sounds great. And it really wasn't until there were lyrics involved and I could sing along to something that it made sense to me. <laughs> um, anyway, Um, he was also finishing off his, um, honors in aerospace engineering and that, that job, um, the jobs that he had on the back of that, you know, working for Qantas and we traveled around the world, first class, like staff travel benefits. And we moved to Sydney because of that job. Um, you know, so many great things happened. He was super smart, super creative, super sensitive and reflective and um you know he was he was everything i could want in a person and uh and so we we created a life together you know and um and for a really long time like you know i've used to have friends who would say we were hashtag um relationship goals or couple goals or something which i always thought was funny cuz i'm like are we like is this, uh, is this good? I don't know. I don't know what good is. And I think so many times we're judging other people's relationships when we really have no idea what's going on. You know, I've always said I'd never judge, I never judge a mother. That's something I, I remember, um, um, being told like, um, one of my best friends, Danielle, she's my bestie. And she said, um, I never judge a mother and she had kids before me. And I thought, and I always never forgot that. And, and I, I never forgot it. And I, and I've lived by it too. And I also think we can never judge other relationships. We can basically just never judge it, anything, because we're, we're making, we're drawing conclusions from our own interpretations based on limited information. But like, absolutely <laughs> for the most part. I believed I was in a really loving and happy relationship and I was we really did love each other but I didn't know for a long time what codependence was and um I remember a friend giving me a book years ago called um it was something like women who love too much I think she was seeing things that I wasn't quite seeing um and you know by the end nick and i knew we were we were in a codependent relationship you know and and if you uh, and you know since in in my programs in ready for change uh and you yeah, we, we we discover a lot about the relationships that we're in and when you can see, like I, I basically based my level of happiness on on how okay Nick was, and and he was dealing with um, mental health stuff for a really long time, and um, and I couldn't quite work out a lot of the time why there was kind of just a low level energy, um, and. And I struggled to, to figure out how to be happy if he wasn't. It, it, it occupied all of my thoughts, um, you know, from the time that I woke up from the, to the time I went to sleep was, you know, about how he was, what I could do because I felt like I could somehow make a difference to how he felt. I could somehow, um, you know, change the outcome f- for his day or for our weekend, or something like that. I basically took full responsibility for how he felt. And um, that's not a healthy thing to do. Just, you know, by the way, in case you're doing that too. uh, It doesn't empower the other person. And it's really draining. And, And it also usually leads to quite significant self-neglect. And uh, when I started to wake up to all this, I I really started to to do some hardcore work on myself. And um and that led me down loads and loads of of different paths that I'm so grateful for. And I can remember almost feeling guilty about starting to feel really good. Uh, I'm a naturally optimistic person. And that was obviously very attractive to to Nick. I remember him telling me, you know, how our conversations would really inspire him, would r- remind him of what's possible for him and, and for life in general. And I could bring that upbeat vibe uh, until, you know, that, that started to get hard. And so, you know, deep took a deep dive into, into myself and started to grow. And I knew it was shaking things up for him because, you know, and if you've experienced a similar situation, you'll know that that the better you feel, uh, the more triggered the person who who doesn't feel really good feels. This might even be the, the shoe on the other foot for you. Your partner might be kicking some major goals. You're really loving the life that they're living and, and you feel really stuck in yours and, and like it's almost putting a, a spotlight on how you're not where you want to be. And I kept on thinking, you know, that really what am, I, what am I to do here? Am I to stop as well? Am I to stop my own growth? am i to stop my own evolution you know understanding myself and and working on how to be the best version of lisa it felt like an important thing for me to do in this lifetime even though it made things a bit shaky i trusted that what was going to be like good for me would be good for all of us and the amazing thing was was that for a while It really was. Um, and, and we started living the life that we talked about all the time, where Nick could paint, he could record. He, um, he wasn't working in, in paid employment. He was, he was backing me in, in the business and he had a flexible life to be picking up the kids and all of that sort of thing. And, uh, and I thought, you know, this is on track. But, but Nick had a different path to follow. His path was different, and um, and I had absolutely no control <laughs> over it. And as I started to realize that, as I started to really realize that, you know, as I was lovingly detaching from being responsible for him and his life. That he needed to take over the reins. And um, because it couldn't, it wasn't going to work any other way. And so, you know, he tried and he, you know, in, 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 in so many ways, um, he did really well, and I've got to, you know, be honest that the the circumstances around his death still have lots of question marks. Um, he was on his own, and he was travelling in India, and so um, we don't have any um, conclusive reports on um, on on what happened, and so I don't really want to share too much at the moment about, um, like, the circumstances that led up to it or or anything like that because out of respect for his family and also um, just because we literally don't know. Um, uh, and I don't know what I was saying before that. That was a very hard thing to say. <laughs> this whole thing feels really... Um. Big. Oh, so I was sort of saying about how, yeah, we, we actually don't know what happened to him. And so um but what he went there for was peace. What he was chasing, you know, he didn't get to the meditation town that he was trying to get to. Rishikesh. But he was a person who was just chasing peace. Like me, and um, and we were doing it in different ways, and it will always be what happened, and um, I am gonna have to take. A breather for one second. <laughs> Alright. Um, okay. Sorry, needed to just um have a little bit of a cry. Um oh, because you know, like it's big. It's and it feels big and as I said, awkward to be sharing this story when I wish I wish he was here to jam on it with me. Um, because we were both you know, looking forward to being rock star co-parents. We were, you know, discussing all of that kind of thing. And, and it was the next phase was to figure out how all of that was going to work. Um, and, and there was still, there was still so much love, but here's the thing is that what we needed to do as two people who loved each other was let each other go um as painful as it was oh god so painful but we both knew that that that's what had to happen um and i would say well i know the grief was real for both of us but here's the thing about um so it's sometimes it's harder, I reckon, sometimes to well it, it's if it was easy to leave, we'd probably all be doing it. But to be able to to move past that point, and that's why I I chose this song, We Belong, because um, you know, Nick was very much my person in in lots of different ways. We were intricately linked. I have had to do so much work to almost see myself as separate to him like i don't know didn't know who i was if i wasn't nick's wife and almost nick's carer uh closer to the end and you know there's these words in in that song have we become a habit do we distort the facts and i think for a, a long time i hadn't recognized that our habits were Toxic is a harsh word, but that they weren't healthy and um, and the fact that we loved each other didn't mean that it was still right for us to, to be married when we both had big work to do on ourselves. And it wasn't as though we had a relationship where there was lots of fighting or, or anything like that. Um, I mean, there was certainly disagreements. Um, but, uh, but for the most part, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't something where like we, we hated each other and, and that was the end of our marriage. That absolutely wasn't the case for us. You know, I really absolutely felt like we, we belonged and, you know, I'm sitting here just looking, glancing over the lyrics. I brought them up on my computer, even just that where, um, it says, I don't want to leave you really. I've invested too much time to give you up that easy. You know, we, we really took it to, to the end and, um, and I will always know that. That I did everything, that we did everything that we could, um, but that that what was being that the situation that we'd found ourselves in, you know, when we really saw what was going on, we knew what we had to do. And and as painful as it was, we did it. And And it's just that now it's not just our, our marriage that's, you know, that we grieve. Nick's um, passing also means that, you know, we never get, we don't get that next stage. And he doesn't get that next stage. Um and so this is me having a conversation with you about something really hard and um for as much as I mean in so many ways also this year has been phenomenal and I you know the The truth is that, you know, there's a, there was a big part of me that, well, it was the right thing to do because beautiful things have happened. Sad things, obviously, have happened too. But for both of us, this was going to be the, you know, well, no, see, this is the thing. I can't speak for him. I don't want to speak for him. Um, I will keep going on this path that actually feels it feels good and and this is the thing that we also have to allow for is that on the other side of of our deep, belonging, beautiful loves, there's more love. there's more evolution, there's more growth. I trusted that this, you know, when the decision time came, that it was really the right thing to do. And uh, even although, I mean, my context for life was never divorced parents. I mean, I just, I didn't think, I didn't have any concept really of that. Didn't have many examples of that growing up. I mean, I know the situation is really quite different now, but if you're finding yourself in a situation where you kind of know what you need to do, <laughs> I really know that feeling. But I want to just share with you that it's not the case here in in my marriage that, at, like, I mean, Nick's journey and, and his passing, had, it was not, it's not like, the two are related. I remember one of the last things he shared um, from India was I don't know why anyone would travel with anybody else <laughs> because it is so fun going solo. you know he was having a really good time over in India, ah, hugging elephants and seeing places and and having a really cool cool time on his own um. But so I don't, I don't ever want, you know, that uh, it's, it's just, it's so hard to talk about my, about this whole situation because now he's passed and he's in a different form. And while I still, you know, have contact with him, and that's probably a, a, uh, definitely a topic for a different episode, um, on the spiritual path that, I've, I guess, I don't know, awakened to. That's sort of what it feels like. feels like I'm just remembering how things are and through guidance from some extraordinary people in my life. Um, so I still feel like I've got quite a lot of access to Nick. I actually feel like he's right here with me recording this. I have asked his permission, uh, to share and, um, you know, the thing was that when, when things were going down for him, uh, a couple of years ago, we actually started creating a documentary about the journey that he was, he was going on, the recovery journey, really. And, um, he wanted to share all about it. And I feel very passionately that, you know, the time will be right when, when it will be right for the people around him who loved him um, to feel secure in 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 the sharing of his story, because I think it's going to help a lot of people. And um, to start that off, I just really wanted to share with you guys who followed for a while, and um, for all of those who were who were struggling either on the other side of a relationship or or inside a relationship um that might be on the edge of a big decision being made is that it's okay on the other side. I've had a really, you know, in so many ways, I've had a really good year. Really, um, it has been an extraordinary thing for me to get to know myself outside the context of my marriage. It's been an extraordinary thing to create a life as a solo parent, um, to learn about strength that I have that I, I never knew I had. For, <laughs> for bringing in a whole new level of organization to my life and, and peacefulness and, you know, It's not a bad thing to have a relationship evolve into its next phase. It only is a bad thing, you know, if you say it is. And and I guess I just never, ever wanted to do that because the marriage was good. It was filled with love. So why couldn't the next phase be good and filled with love? And we have so much more choice over this than we realize. And it's not to say I haven't grieved to the max. I still, I still, I cry all the time. I sit with my feelings. I process them. I have a lot of therapies going on in my life because I also don't want to be someone who brings particular patterns that she's gotten into in one relationship into another like you learn a lot about yourself and you know rediscovering yourself <laughs> as a as a single 40-year-old it's not it's not an unexciting thing <laughs> you know and i i mean it can it's quite fun and so i guess i just wanted to have this conversation so that it's just kind of out there so you know, you know, there's been really tough times. There's been really amazing times. There was, there was always respect, you know, always, and, um, and we belonged and we were always going to belong together because we created children together. And all of those years of loving each other as a couple. And I wish that we could have continued navigating this path. But that wasn't going to be our journey. And and we have to allow that to be okay. For anyone who is trying to love someone through their dark times, I just want to reach out and say that I honor you and take care of you and honor the growth that you need, honor the happiness that is wanting to. Bust out of you. Know that whatever is for your highest good is the best thing for everyone. And that you can choose to be brave. Brave to stay, brave to go, doesn't matter. But just bravely choose and know you're choosing. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to love someone to the max. But if you are doing all of the loving for them, then maybe you need to think about that. No one else is responsible for your happiness apart from you. Our own lives are in our own hands. And we, as beautiful, loving women, need to know (laughs) when we're taking ownership over someone else, when we believe that we can influence an outcome and we have no control. So you're allowed to focus on you. You're allowed to think about what you need. And I think about if I hadn't done that, if I hadn't gone down the path of my own personal evolution, personal growth, personal development, whatever you call it, I certainly wouldn't have the tools that I have now to navigate his passing, um, my own grief, the grief of his children. I wouldn't be in a position to know my personal power to move out of a pity party, to move out of um, victimhood. This has happened, but it doesn't mean that, that life is bad. If I could have loved him out of his path, I'm pretty sure his path would have changed. But we can't because everyone's responsible for their own life, their own health, their own mood, (laughs) you know, their job situation, everything. And so all we can do is be responsible for us. Thank you for listening. If you listen this far, sorry if it was a bit orcs with the tears. But that's that. For anyone who wondered, he was my person. We loved hard. We belonged. (laughs) But we evolved our relationship and, um, And that's really that. <laughs> no more tears. You'll hear more of this. I will, I will never not be the person who loved Nick in this lifetime. I will always be grateful that I chose him for all of the lessons, for, for the love, for the children we made. I will always sit with a heart full of gratitude but it was not it was also not easy it was not easy um being married to him and um and that grew me <laughs> it all did it's all growing you too you're not alone we've all got stuff we're all dealing with things often quite big and we think that no one else is So here I am saying, I was dealing with big stuff. I still am. And we can talk about it. See you in the next episode. Hey, if you're enjoying the conversation, then it would mean the world to me. If you head over to iTunes and give us a rating and review, it really makes a difference. And it's my intention to get as many of us involved in real conversations that really change the game as possible. Thanks so much for your help. And I'll see you in the next episode.